Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Livingston, Montana, and this is Get Real with Rick Dancer. Um, tonight, Kim Stark is going to be joining us. Our show is sponsored by Chris Dental Family Dentistry, where everyone is welcome, and also Elements Health Clubs of Lane County. Uh, they are also one of our major sponsors for what we do. And um, we're going to have a lot of cool stuff tonight. Bill London's newscast, <laughs> if you read the little description up there, he uh, I'm going to bring Kim on here because she always gets a kick out of this. So, yeah, here's how Bill describes what's part of his newscast tonight, Kim. He says, Oregonians, bend over and grab your ankles because gas prices are the highest they've been so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bend over and grab them. Yep, that's that's Bill. Okay. What are the, you know what they are? He'll tell us, but do you know what they are right now? There? No, I don't even know. See, because here they're like in in Montana, they're like four nineteen. Which I is didn't hot. even look today nine, or yesterday because I have like, I only high. look if I fill up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, apparently we'll find that out because he says they're pretty high. Um, so oh, we'll figure that out. We've got Sarah joining us in a couple seconds here um, to talk about interval training. And our yes. question tonight is about that. So Kim, what is our question? And I'll put it yeah, on the Yeah, so we were talking about how interval training and um, quick workouts are just as effective as if you if you don't have an hour to spend, you know, spend a quick 15, 20 minutes. And so Sarah's gonna tell us about that and they have a new area in there. So why does interval training burn off more fat? What is the reason? It's a, a tad bit scientific, but not really. I think you guys are, are smart so, enough so for this that's question. the question. So now, oh shoot, did they lose it? I had the funniest thing to show you. Have you seen? on um oh gosh online there, there's these new apps that you can get oh wait is that one of them yeah on oh I'll have okay okay you know watch this is so you can take a picture and you can make it in sing and it, it animates it okay so watch oh okay oh boy so there are all these new apps Space that you can take, you can take your kids' pictures and you put the app on it and then it makes them dance. sing whatever the song is you've got. I think that is, I'm gonna oh, have to get that. We're gonna beat Bill with this newscast. Sharon is on the is on the beat. Gas is higher in Oregon, four fifty nine a gallon. Fifty nine. Oh, Injunction City. Okay. Wow. You guys, there's our question. Oh, and if you if you get the question correct. The first person, Kim watches this, the first person to get the question corrects gets a free membership for one month at any of the one of the three elements health clubs in Lane County. So that's mm -hmm. West Eugene, that's Oakway or over in, in Springfield. Springfield. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you get that. And that's if you're a member, they'll just, you don't have to pay for a month. So it's for good for you remember too. That's a great thing to do. Yeah. So guess away, you guys, all you have to do is, is find the answer. It's an easy winning situation. <laughs> so the other thing I want people to comment on is what's the, what's the highest price you've paid so far this week for gasoline? Um, I would love to know what people are thinking out there while we're talking. So Sarah's, I got a screen on here, but I don't see her on there. Oh, she's so, playing our magic act. Oh, right wait, now. there she is. Okay, so let's bring Sarah on to the. Hi, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> I'm sitting out front, ready to. Um, after we get off, I'm going to head to Lacrosse. So. Oh, oh, Lacrosse. Okay. So Kim, you and you and Sarah are going to talk about interval training, and I'm going to go find this. I got to get Bill's newscast. Okay, okay so you guys. Okay, go. you go show that. All right, Sarah. Yeah, I pulled you in today to talk about this because I just read another article that was talking about the benefits of intervals and HIT training, and how you know a lot of us with busy lives don't have an hour to spend on working out, but how beneficial it is to just do these quick 
quick workouts. Um, and I have the, our question tonight is why does interval training burn off more fat? And don't tell us the answer because that they have to guess it. Good. Good. <laughs> but talk about a little bit because you do a lot of these type of classes. So tell us why it's so effective and, and why we don't have to spend, you know, an hour to get that to get that good workout in. Well, we're getting it done in short bursts. You know, there's mm -hmm. um, there's the benefit of getting your heart rate up is what we're after. And that's what I tell people every day. If you can get your heart rate up to that point of exertion, even if you only have 10 minutes, like right. get your heart rate up. So I always tell my classes, you know, do five burpees, run to the, run to the corner, do something. But we do a lot of them really, like you said, to save time. So you can come in and do a 30, 45 minute workout. We do run classes like sometimes we run them for an hour, but just because we have this setup and the cool down and all of that, but the actual work right. time is about 45 minutes. Um, mm -hmm. There's that, there's that benefit and I won't give too much away. So your viewers can figure out that answer <laughs> on their own, but to get that high intensity heart rate up and then bring it down by doing that strength movement. So we alternate in our classes, we alternate between doing a high intensity cardio move, such as um, it could be anything uh, such as a rowing machine. It could be burpees, it could be body weight. It could be on the, uh, you know, on the air bike. Um, and then slow it down a little bit by doing a strength movement. And that could also be body weight or that can be with um, rowers or sorry, dumbbells or um, any sort of modality that we have in our academy. Yeah, I noticed too in your new room there and we tried to pull up the pictures. I don't think they were working, but I did notice you had it almost looked like a hopscotch. Tell us about that in the new room yeah. that you guys are using. In so there. that <laughs> is a uh, plyo squares and they're numbered. So you can do so many things on there and it's actually just a fun way to do it. It's really good training for um, the average gym goer, the average um, person that moves period, because we're learning, mm -hmm. you know, not learning to move forward, but most in day-to-day -day life, we're moving forward, but there's times mm -hmm. that we need to be able to move sideways to dodge things, to have a quick reflex, to move backwards. And so these boxes right. are numbered. Um, okay. Yeah. I wish we had the pictures, but we can share them in the comments later. Um, yeah. And we'll just do anything sure. where it's like fast feet hopping back and forth. It could be as simple as like your feet are together, you're hopping back and forth and then you're hopping diagonally and then you're hopping back, um, you know, side to side. And the benefits are working those little muscles around in your feet, but also your heart rate. Um, it's mm -hmm. just learning to have that agility, um, which we need if we're athletes and we need if we're aging um, humans, period. Right. So For everyday activities. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So that's one of the things I noticed in there. And then tell us anything else about the new room that you're using. You have the combination of those exercises in there. Do you have like TRX in there or what else was in that room since we can't we see those do. right now? So the big feature in that room is going to be our TRX system. So down one wall is the traditional TRX that most people are familiar with the straps that you can do uh, hundreds of exercises mm -hmm. on. Yeah. Um, and then we have what's called a rip trainer. And that's also part of a TRX thing. Um, okay. Again, people have to just come in there and it's where you're doing, um, you're holding, you can do um, uneven bench presses, but it's with, it's basically with a bungee that's connected to the wall. You're doing um, rotational work, you can do abs. So the TRX in that room is going to be a constant for every class. Um, and then those mm. plyo boxes are, and then on the um, opposite side of the room, so we've got down one side TRX, body weight in the middle, and then the other side is going to change every four to six weeks, maybe eight weeks. So for, ne for now, we're starting with BOSU ball. Again, it's something that you okay. can do exercises on. Um, yeah, those are fun. We run our classes 40 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest, maybe three movements, three rounds, um, really high intensity, and then we mm -hmm. rest for, and then we go hard again. And, you know, our working time is about 35 minutes. 35 so, minutes. Okay. So, uh, Sarah, so people like Kathy and me who do way too much cardio that we're just wasting <laughs> time, aren't we? No. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wasting time. Yes, you are. I see. But, but 
I know that for folks like you and folks like maybe myself, um, <laughs> there's benefits. There's benefits other than that. Like, and if that's something that fuels you, I mean, the point is you don't have to spin your wheels and your time cardio, cardio, cardio. I always tell people mm -hmm. if you only have 30, 40 minutes high right. intensity training, if you want to spend hours in the gym because you enjoy it and it's you have no life, like Rick. Uh, um, then you can do that, and and they're benefits for your own reasons, and that's fine. But if if you're limited to time, spending hour on the treadmill and then going home, you are not going to get the results. You will look the same. I can almost mm -hmm. guarantee year after year after year, unless your diet is dramatically changed. But if that's all you're doing, you're literally spinning your wheels. Mm. All right. So again, you guys, if you answer the question, which is why does interval training burn off more fat? If the first person that answers that right gets a free membership free <laughs> gyms at Elements Health Clubs in Lane County. And that's if you're a member that you, you don't get charged for a month. Yeah, and if yeah. you're new, you get a free month membership to come try us out and then you'll fall in love and you will never want to leave. Kathy, I know. Rick, we now have seven studios for group classes within our wow. facility. So that it's is impressive. Yeah. And, pay, and, pay, and everybody should pay attention to what's coming up for kids. We won't talk about that now. Uh, but kids mm -hmm. are going to be, young people are going to be really involved in what's going on in Elements in the very near future. So, um, mm -hmm. so yeah. it's it, like a spent About eight hours today working on that. So, oh, yeah. okay. They're going to be ready to go. I like right. that tease. Okay, they were hoping that Sarah would give the answer away and slip up, and that's why people aren't guessing. But now Sarah's leaving, and you're not going to get the answer given to you. All right, so see you, Sarah. That's the answer. <laughs> people got to answer. So, Jason, you're on here. You say, "Hope I'm doing well. I'm doing great." Why does Why does interval training burn uh -huh. off? That. Yep. And just just throw the guesses out. No no wrong answers here. I mean, there are there are wrong answers, but we won't make fun of you. How about that? You know, the other thing I think people don't understand and don't get the don't take seriously enough is weight training, because oh, yeah. after you do weight yeah. training, then your body continues to burn off more fat when you're done. So eight hours later, you're still burning right. off the fat from your weight training that you were doing and building up. Yeah, more you're right. More and she fat. was mentioning the weight training, but you're right. People don't think of that. I think for such a long time, it was, especially for women thinking that we would get bulky. Well, that if you don't mix in weight training and also for bone, we talked about bone density, even for as you right. get older too, how important it is. Yeah. All right. We're going to throw in their commercial because I forgot to put Sarah's commercial. Oh, up. yeah. Anyway. We got to. Okay. Let's see their commercial. Elements Health Clubs, you get more than a workout. You get results-driven fitness and nutrition help no matter where you're starting in your health journey. You get luxury club benefits like a heated pool, hot tub, sauna, steam room, and wellness centers. You get academy-level group training classes like HIT, boxing, TRX, and barbell strength. And your kids get childcare centered around movement with activity and a purpose. You get three convenient locations with one membership. All the amenities of a luxury health club with the membership prices of a neighborhood gym. Elements Health Clubs, we are more than a workout. This is Dr. Michael Brown from Chris Dental. Too many good people are leaving Oregon. Why? Because people like you and I have sat back for years and allowed these radicals to slowly take control. They have infiltrated every aspect of our lives, from school board members to governor. Well, I say this stops now. Let's take back Oregon. Stop talking about change, actually do it. Why? Because if you are like me, I love Oregon and I'm not leaving. Well, you, you know what? He sounds like Betsy Johnson, doesn't he? <laughs> if he had glasses and hair, he could be Betsy. 
or she was bald. I know. What could do I, work love, I love her commercials. She's like, I'm an equal opportunity pisser off, a pisser offer. Yeah. You know, I think people, it's what I was refreshing about that too, is we're starting to get away from the being PC or not. You know, she asked me before she came on the yeah. show with us recently, she said, uh, dancer, is it okay if I pass? <laughs> yeah, you can cast on my show. It's fine. You absolutely can. <laughs> In well, fact, um, you do it all the time. So tomorrow night, I was telling Kim, um, big, big uh, sentencing, a resentencing for a terrible criminal in Lane County. Conan Hale murdered uh, some young people in our community, and their relatives are coming on tomorrow to talk about it. They wanted to come on tonight, but they were too angry. So we're going to get them on tomorrow. But the Supreme Court and the Oregon legislature at work again, helping criminals yeah. escape, mm -hmm. change the rules where this guy, Conan Hale, just a dumbass um, murderer um, in cold blood murdered these people, mm -hmm. these kids and three, two boys and a girl and did a lot of other bad things. That I don't know if we're supposed to talk about. I'll wait till the family's here, but um, he had a life sentence. They fought this for years and now the legislature changed the rules and so did the Supreme Court and he gets a, a life in prison. And so some people would sit there and go, well, at least he's staying in prison forever. Well, this is Oregon. And yeah. everything changes and, exactly. and who knows if he's going to stay in prison. But those three kids, they're still dead. Yeah, that didn't change and anything. happens for them. So somehow we've got to get leadership in this state that mm -hmm. understand that criminals are criminals. And I don't give right. a shit if they did it when they were young and if they're going to get, they oh, everybody can change. Well, guess what? Those three children can't change. Yeah. They're dead. Yeah. And somebody did it. And the rule was this is the sentence. And now we as Oregon push out all the time. And, and now these people are getting out. It's absolutely just fries me. But they're going to come on tomorrow night and talk with us. Good. And then we have yeah. a candidate too, um, Bob Tiernan, who's running for governor. Um, mm. He's going to come on and talk a little bit about people. I had three emails today. Who do I vote for? I don't know who to vote for because I don't know anything about these candidates. Well, we're trying oh. to show you and get people out there. So. Okay. We'll okay. Good. So, um, Kim, let's bring Bill on and okay, we'll find out why we need to grab our ankles. <laughs> Evening from the news radio, 1120 AM and 93.7 FM KPNW studios. I'm Bill London, host of the wake up call Monday through Friday morning, 6 AM to nine on this fine radio station and streaming on the interwebs at KPNW.com. Okay. So when's the last time you went to the pumps? National average today set a brand spanking new record nationally, according to Gas Buddy. The new record average for a gallon of regular gas is 436 in the U.S. Diesel also set a new high this morning at 553 a gallon. And in case you're wondering, so what does that translate to in Oregonese? 485 a gallon for regular. I'm sorry. So state inspectors have found a series of lapses at the Oregon State Hospital's campus in Junction City, and it includes failures to take steps to protect patients from physical harm and escaping. The inquiry started last year after a Junction City patient walked away from an outing late and remained at large for several weeks. And of course, here just a couple of months ago, one was on an outing in Eugene and just happened to walk away from two people. He was captured later. Anyway, its scope, the investigation, grew as inspectors identified a list 
a litany, if you will, of other problems. And it resulted in a 134-page report that paints a picture of the facility as routinely failing to safeguard patients even after unsafe conditions had already been documented. The lapses put patients in danger from other patients and has resulted in at least one second also allege and that the staff fail to protect patients from self-harm. Many patients that are institutionalized there are done through the criminal justice system. And the resulting report now puts the satellite campus in danger of losing its Medicare and Medicaid coverage and certification, meaning that it would cost the state hospital millions. Oh, pardon me, meaning it would cost taxpayers millions. The hospital has until this coming Sunday to submit a plan for correcting the issues. In statements, Oregon State Hospital Superintendent Dolly Matucci and Oregon Health Authority Director Patrick Allen pledged to address the findings. According to Matucci, we look forward to addressing each administrative documentation and supervision issue highlighted in this report. They're looking forward to it, kind of like Christmas. Well, the state of Oregon is no longer going to keep fighting to enforce a first-in-the-nation ban on what's called real estate love letters. And they're going to pay a Bend Real Estate Group more than $60,000 to settle according to a filed court document. Chief U.S. D District Judge Marco Hernandez temporarily blocked the enforcement of Oregon's ban on realtors passing messages from buyers to sellers reasoning that it interfered with free speech rights. As part of the draft agreement filed in court, state attorneys for the state of Oregon acknowledge the 2021 law violates the First Amendment con of the Constitution. Why didn't they just do that earlier? Just asking. Two Molotov cocktails were thrown at a pro-life organization in Kaiser, that's just outside of Salem, late Sunday night, after an unsuccessful attempt to break in, according to police. It happened at about 10.40 p.m. Sunday, where one or more people unsuccessfully tried to break a window at Oregon Right to Life offices in Kaiser. The police said the person or persons then ignited two Molotov cocktails and threw them at the brick building that caused a small fire with minimal damage. Nobody was in the building. Nobody was hurt. The case still under investigation, and the police say they're looking for tips. The incident happened around the same time that somebody actually threw two Molotov cocktails into the office of a Wisconsin Right to Life group's office, and after two Catholic churches in Colorado, including one known for its annual anti-abortion display, were vandalized last week. And of course, all this is fallout from the leak last week of a draft opinion suggesting the U.S. Supreme Court could be overturning Roe v. Wade. If the Supreme Court does, abortion, though, is still legal in Oregon. Well, Mount Hood Ski Bowl is doing something that it has never done before. It is keeping bicyclists off its forested trails after they lost a lawsuit from a man who said he slammed into a signpost and was paralyzed from the waist down. A Multnomah County jury awarded $11.5 million to Gabriel Owens this spring after the cyclist lawyer said he hit a rut and collided with a wooden sign installed next to the double black diamond cannibal bike trail back in July of 2016. Owens settled the case for $10.5 million after the ski resort's lawyers threatened to appeal the verdict, which could have tied the money up for years. 
the ski resort, according to Owen's lawyer, Gretchen Mandicore, should have installed collapsible markers at the trail crossing. Mandicore said during the trial, the trail's condition was like a speed bump on a highway that caused the pro cyclist to lose control of his bike. Now, in an undated statement on its website, Mount Hood Ski Bowl called the verdict unprecedented and said, okay, we're suspending mountain bike operations. After 32 years, they say, without a serious mountain bike claim of any kind, in their words, the winds have shifted. They say eliminating all risks with recreational activities, especially in downhill mountain biking through forests at high speed, is something that's just not possible. All right, there's a look at the stories we're following tonight. Rick, roll out some real. All right, Bill. I like when he says in Oregonese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what are they going to do? Get rid of everything? So somebody's going right. to get skiing and we're going to take that away. And Well, that's um, what I'm nervous about. They said, now I'm thinking, okay, I hope that doesn't apply to skiing too. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. Oh, um, someone's commenting on that. Yeah. So did anybody get our question? No, no one got the answer. I guess. So, um, we'll we'll hold that membership yeah. for next week, I guess. Yeah, I know and that one was uh, uh, too tricky, I what guess. What was the answer, Pam? <laughs> okay, so it's fat oxidization, basically. It just oxidizes more fat in the body by doing interval training. I think Sarah almost slipped up and said it accidentally. <laughs> so it oxidizes it? Yeah, yeah, you're fat. And so when you do the high intensity stuff, that is better at burning off that fat. That's why it's more effective than, like she was saying, an hour on the treadmill or an hour on a walk. I mean, it's all good things. But if you want to burn fat quickly and you don't have much time, that's the way to go. 15, 20 minutes, really. You can get a really good workout in that amount of time. Yeah. I, we did, Kathy and I did a class today with this teacher at the gym here in Livingston. She's really good. And it's, I don't even know what you call it, um, but it's, it's like, it has some Tabata and all this stuff in okay. there. Just exercises sometimes with a little bit of weight, but it's really like burpees and, you know, all that right. kind of stuff. Oh my God, I'm just dying. Yeah. I know, know with even just five exercises, <laughs> burpees, planks, um, push-ups. I don't know. There's two more. There's five like basic exercises. You can really get, if you get those five in, you know, you can really call it a day. So, um, so yeah, it's nice what you can do with your own body, right? Um, yeah. And you yeah. don't have to, I, I've seen a lot of articles online about that is using mm -hmm. your own body to do that. Mm -hmm. I think people think it's harder than it is. It is helpful to go to a gym because it is Yeah, like this girl, you know, today, Jen, and, and I know Sarah does this at elements. It's like, just, you know, okay, let's, you got 15 seconds. Let's see how many we can get in. It's like, right. well, I'm kind of done. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. If but, you're by yourself, you would not be doing that. Yeah, it's so much I nicer. Think about Kim, I think about that interview with the guy from Outdoor Magazine who said, "Yes, you think you're done, you can, uh -huh. you can still go harder." And that's right. It irritates the hell out of me because I do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's in your head. I know. Right. I know. Same with so, me. Yeah. So Kim, tell people what you have coming up on Thursday. Okay, so Thursday we're going to talk with some people with the new YMCA building that they're putting in, which will be huge for the community. And this is years in the making, and they've got these awesome renditions that we'll show you. Um, I know they're still trying to, you know, get the community support for that project. So we'll talk to the kind of the top dogs with the, with the YMCA. So that'll be interesting. And then next week we'll have some more fun stuff, um, some relating to mental health because May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. So we'll talk to some people with um, Lane County for that too. And keep your stories coming, you guys. Thank you for the emails with ideas. We appreciate it. All right. Jim Stark, thanks for being here. Yeah, we'll <laughs> Have a good one. All right. We'll see you okay. later.
So one of the other things, Elements uh, sponsors, uh, Brian is really big on uh, travel and doing stuff like that. And he went to a ghost town that um, recently on just a personal trip, I saw it online uh, to Shanico. I cannot find that story. I've got it on another file somewhere. But what I did find was something I put together kind of for a group I was in. And it has some of my favorite stories and then some of the favorite moments in there. So I thought, you know, Brian might appreciate this and you might appreciate it too. So just kind of sit back, um, enjoy yourself. And um, when it's over, we'll be right back in here. So here you go. Wrote a diary. Millions have been moved by that diary, which was discovered and published by her father, Otto Frank, after the war. For more than 20 years, this is how I made a living. Sue is going to save our bacon. Yeah, of course I am. I know it doesn't look like I'm helping. Aaron, this is what I have to do to help pay for the flowers. There was the time I spent the lottery money on anything I could find. Wherever you want to go, Rick. What I really need is a piece of property, a lot of property, in town, something with a river view, and with a butte. So let's see, how much is Mona Lisa? If I just bought Mona Lisa in the bar and all the employees, how much would that cost me? There's three brothers, Jim, Mike, and Phil. Okay. You can't see a million bucks, the whole thing's yours. You got a little debt, we got some debt on this thing, but uh, take us out of the equity, million bucks a piece, we're done, we're out of here foot section in front of the Catholic Church at Jordan Valley. Which is the only I produced my share of hard news stories as well, but this, traveling the state of Oregon, is what really made me come alive. Isn't that guy a character? Everybody in the Jordan Valley and beyond knows Glenn Fretwell. My favorite stories was a story about ghost towns. We ran into a guy you'll meet in just a minute by accident. You drive through them on your way to someplace else. Spots on the side of the road there might be a sign or a building, perhaps something to raise your curiosity for just a brief moment. But not enough to cause you to over and ask a few questions. In some cases, it's nothing more than an old dumpy building. But what would happen if on one of those journeys you did turn on your signal, pull over, and knock on a few doors? What would happen if you stopped by the sim, read the names, and ask one or two questions of the first person who came by. That's what we're going to do tonight. So sit back and enjoy the trip. They came from Ireland, France, and places in between. The early settlers of Scottsburg, Oregon. silent now. Their history left behind on tombstones, in old pictures, and in stories revisited by those who still live here. He liked it here, people. Mm. Oh. This was raised in Scottsburg. There's a lot of there that uh, I'd have to look. Uh, a lot of the old timers were there. We had some characters. That, uh, I guess every town does. <laughs> At one time, Scottsburg was a place where miners gathered supplies to head south to look for gold near Roseburg and beyond. They run uh, mule trains and pack trains from here to Roseburg. This was back in the 1800s, of course. It was an important port, 
used to be the head of navigation and sailing ships would come up there and as far as up the river as they could get. On this day when we ran into Pat, his visit was not about Scottsburg or its history. It was home. And it's, like I say, my mother and father, I got brothers, sisters, all buried here. As he carried the remains of his wife with him, this day was about his history, a period that had ended for him. Scottsburg, Oregon, a place people like Pat Thomas come back to forever. What's her name? Barbara. How long were you married? Uh, almost 52 years. Can I ask you something? Sure. What are you going to miss the most about her? Just miss everything about her, really. She's a special, special lady. After leaving KEZI, everything changed. My style changed. My stories changed. I changed. Everybody's called to do something, and either you listen or you don't. Instructor, she just thought I had something. She loved how I painted with my teeth, and she wanted to give me the gift. I look at the paper, and what should I draw on you today? I need total physical care. That's something I cannot do. I can't run, always wanted to run. I've gone skiing before, and that's an experience. I could do anything I want to do. If you put your mind to it, all great things can happen. I pray a lot during my paintings, and... What do you ask God? To bless this world. If the world was blessed, then everything else comes and falls in place. And I pray for my family. That's the kinds of things, and mostly peace. I was watching my daughter paint, dance, and she goes, I wish I could paint like you. And I said, well, I wish I could dance like you. And then it just hit me, painting is my way of dancing. It's part of my soul. When my boy was um, one years old, he was all over the place and I had to catch him and he weighed 60 pounds. After 60 pounds, I could no longer pick him up. When they first see me, they see a scrunched up little body. I'm only five feet tall. My arms don't work and most people are terrified of, to be around me. They're afraid that their kids are gonna get whatever I have. And then they watch me paint. the 60s and 70s, where mainstreaming consisted of you go to a school and there was a chain link fence, and that was considered mainstream. The disabled people were on one side, regulars were on the other side, and the two should never meet. 
Matter of fact, when I was younger, I didn't even believe in God. Most people, when they hit my age, are no longer walk walking. And I'm determined to break the rules. I like breaking rules. I'll admit it, I like breaking rules. I like not being part of the mold. I like being part of the something else, something bigger than life. In 2010, the unthinkable happened. I'd lost a race for Secretary of State, and now I had cancer. I just haven't known exactly what to say or what not to say. So here's the thing. I have cancer, prostate cancer. And I'm just shocked, just kind of stunned and numb and scared and afraid. For a while I felt lost. My work became much more focused on other people. And during the process, finally, something started to click. Something I can't even explain to you. So I gotta tell you, I'm just feeling like I am the most blessed guy on the planet. <laughs> and I think part of the reason is because I got cancer. It's becoming like a gift. And I know that's just weird to some people and you don't have to understand it because see, remember, I'm the guy who doesn't care if you understand it. But I'll tell you what, I got doctors who are watching out for me. Um, this week, I find out that they, I, I, you know, they found this clump of veins by my pro prostate and if I hadn't had this MRI done, which I didn't want to have done, um, I wouldn't have known that, and now I know that the procedure I'm doing is the perfect procedure for me, that God was watching me the whole time. <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't stop. My phone's ringing, and I'm getting business. In 2012, cancer no longer scared me. We started a television show called Rick Dancer TV with this promo, making fun of me. It was a whole new thing. Television was there to elevate me and I was going to use it to tear me down. <laughs> it, was, it is the best thing that ever happened. I've heard it said that sometimes things have to die in order for you to really find yourself. For me, that was true. 
The image the Rick Dancer people expected, he had to go away. So we killed him. Prostate cancer didn't kill me. Running for Secretary of State didn't kill me. Even working in the news industry for 20 years didn't kill me. I'm not dead. People keep asking me, Rick, what are you doing now? Started riding with right. Hi, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Rick Dancer TV. What the heck is Rick Dancer TV? Well, we don't know either. We're making it up as we go, and hopefully it's not going to be a train wreck. Hey, guys, I want to show you a really fun setup um, we learned today. Super good for your core. It's really more of a core workout. My life has changed a lot. My lifestyle, the things I do, what I eat, how much I work out. There's purpose more than I've ever had before in my life. I've discovered it's not what I do, but why I do it. I have always wanted to give people a voice. I hate when someone is voiceless, and now I understand that's because for a lot of years, I was. Even as a TV news anchor, I was saying the things I was supposed to say. And now, now, I can get real with myself. I did a show on her, gosh, years ago, um, where Amelia told me um, that she felt invisible. Explain that to them. So in being invisible, so sometimes that people don't always look at people with our disabilities. You know, like my disability is Down syndrome and sometimes people um, sometimes feel invisible because people with Down syndrome sometimes doesn't feel like they are recognized. So they so that when you walk down the street, she's not just a, a warm body walking down the street. She has a life. Um, she has really cool things that she does. She works at the Peterson Barn. You know, she wants to have people in her life, and it's really hard yeah. when you have a, when you experience Down syndrome because yeah. people don't really give you a, a break very much. Yeah, do not that. so much. Yeah. And when she came on my the show so many years ago. Um, Um, she just changed the way I saw things because um, I think in a lot of ways we all feel a little bit lost and um, invisible. And even when I was on TV, I felt invisible because yeah. all people knew me as this Rick Dancer, the guy on the news. They didn't know who the hell I was. They didn't care. It was just... Facebook Live is like a dream come true. Real stories, real people, Real time, no editing, it's just raw and open. All right, guys, we're out in the middle of uh, nowhere. We can't tell you where, or we'd have to kill you. Uh, these are gun, machine gun enthusiasts. They can come out here and shoot these things, and uh, companies put this on for them, and it gives you a chance to try your hand at something that uh, it will just scare the crap out of you. <laughs> so Now we shoot vlogs, we do Facebook Live, we shoot long stories, short stories, commercials. But what we like to do the most is experience life and take you with us. You know, I look back at this video I made a year after my cancer was over, and a lot of the things in this still ring so true. It's been a year now since uh, I found out I had prostate cancer. A year today, 
January 28th from 4 to 5 o'clock in the evening. My wife and I sat in that kitchen back there behind me, um, practically sweating blood because we knew the answer was coming. And then the phone rang and the doctor said, you have cancer. And my head swirled, our world turned upside down, and we didn't have a clue as to what the hell was going to happen. And I'm glad we didn't know. So what do you learn over a year? I kind of sat down this morning and just wrote some stuff out. So bear with me. Listen if you want or go somewhere else if you don't want. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. I'm more tolerant of some things and I'm far less tolerant of stupidity. I'm less of an idealist and I'm more certain in my lack of control. I have fewer priorities in my life today. I like people more, but I need them less. I trust God more and trust less in the ways of man, politics, religion, systems, formulas. They don't work. Peace is easier to find, yet it's much harder to hold on to once you've had cancer. I believe in less, but that which I believe in, I believe in more. Compromise is easier to attain because when you have cancer, control becomes obsolete. You understand you have no control. Loneliness after cancer is more normal. Understanding matters little. Planning is worthless. Adventure is survival. What you put on your body once you've had cancer no longer matters. What you put in it means everything. I would never go back a year. This has been a hell of a year. Um, but I don't want to give any of it up either because it's mine. It's Kathy's and mine. We own it. I would not be the person I am today had it not been for cancer. God's good. Kathy and I were walking around the lake the other night, the pond, the Walterville Pond, and talking, and, you know, we used to believe in so many things. Now it's down to three. God, Jesus, he died on a cross for my sins. That's about it. Everything else, it, I just don't know and I don't need to. Um, simplicity is the way of living and cancer has given me that. So, 29th of January, let's go into 2011 and let's have a much better year. Good night.